You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. Hey, it's Lisa, and I've got a quick question for you. Are you looking to create consistent 10K plus months with the course or membership? I have a feeling you might be. That's why I partnered with Haley Burkhead, CEO of Recurring Profit, to sponsor this episode. Haley created a free training that breaks down her exact automated process for creating consistent 10K months. And as a listener of the Created From Our podcast, she's also giving you exclusive access to her recurring profit roadmap Trello board. You want free access? Go to recurringprofit.com slash automate. You'll also see it in the show notes. Go check it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a massive treat today on the podcast because my guest, Liz Teresa, is a ball of energy in the best way. I cannot tell you how much fun we had before, during, and after this recording. Um, I think you're going to just like feel our energy and it's exactly what I want this show to be all the time. So I'm just so grateful that I met Liz and she was a guest today. We've talked about everything from like our skincare routine and some brand new version of Coachella for coaches that are going to sit on couches and hang out (laughs) to her genius, which is how your website is representing you and what you do. And in my favorite words, the most simple way. So professionally and officially, Liz Teresa helps entrepreneurs find clarity and market themselves online with confidence. She's been in business for more than a decade, creating powerful, high converting websites, memorable brands, and coaching business owners on how they can be more visible online. She's like totally our friend, right? She wants every entrepreneur to rise and be the star of their own business because let's face it, a big break isn't something you wait for. It's something you make. I love that. Be sure to listen to her podcast, Liz on Biz, which I will be on someday in the near future. Her Forbes acclaimed podcast every Monday for fresh, inspiring, and often hilarious stories of running a business. I don't doubt every episode is hilarious just because of who Liz is. You're going to get to meet her in just a minute. I also just want to say how incredible it is to hear her story of how she got started and why she got started. You know, that's always my favorite part. I think you're really going to be inspired by Liz and also intrigued in just like how our childhood dreams sometimes don't turn out the way we expected, but it still is like an evolved version of what we're doing now. And I hope, yes, that it's inspiring to you too. So let's dive into the conversation I had with Liz. Enjoy it and let us know if you like it after. All right, Liz, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm wicked excited to be with you. Woohoo! I love it. Wicked excited. That's wicked good. Excited. <laughs> wicked. Well, Boston. So that's why I live in the Boston ah, area. Okay. And so it's weird if you don't say it here. I think it's weird. It's noticeable. Yeah. So that's like our equivalent to, I don't know. Hella? Hella. Oh my gosh. I was at a gas station one time and I'm like older already at, by this point, pumping gas. I have three kids. 
And this boy is like, literally a boy is like, you're hella cute. And I'm like, <gasps> I am ah, way older than you, mister. <laughs> you little child. <laughs> there was, inside. <laughs> I don't know, something terrible. I saw there was somebody that posted today and they were like, oh, I just started a business and like, but they were like 20 or something like they, and I was like, oh, I didn't know they let kids do that. But I didn't say that. But I was like, because when I started my business when I was 23 and everybody used to act like I was actually 12 then. And um, now I get excited if I'm a miss and not a ma'am, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't want to be a ma'am. I was a ma'am somewhere. And I was like, do I look that bad today? Like it was like at a CVS or a Target. Gosh. They were like, ma'am, let me help you with that. I was like, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> See you. So yeah. I only just started buying retinol products. Like it's not like <laughs> I'm so experienced with mamdom. Right? Mamdom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I think my mom has been wanting me to maybe not retinol, but like other products. Collagen. Ever. And I fight it, I fight it, I fight it. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, there's lines. I use I honestly, my skincare regimen is it's impressive. Yeah. It's, it's not very complicated, but it's really works for me. So I don't deviate. You might have to share that with me after. Oh, I would be very happy. <laughs> I, I used to have, I, when I was um, like a tween, I had bad skin. And so, uh, and then uh, when I became an adult, like my skin, it's pretty clear right now. Right. So yeah, it is gorgeous. Thank you. And, and, but it's, I think I've overcompensated because I used to struggle with my skin. So now I like, I like use a serum yeah, during the day. I have a different serum good. at night yeah. and I have like a day cream and a night cream. And I use like, instead of makeup, I use BB cream, which has you might like need to see a picture of your medicine cabinet. <laughs> oh my God. I would love to show you. I'd be honored. Anyone wants to know. So fun. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. All right. So we're going to dive in. I, um, are you I sure? Thought, this uh, is yeah. fun. No, I'm just it's fun. I know, <laughs> but I'm like, my listeners are probably like, okay, get to the website stuff. Like, I don't know what's good. Like, this is good to me, but you know, like <laughs> you're going to teach us other good stuff. Too. <laughs> you're so fun. I love this. This is such a good show. Okay. Go ahead. I'm just having a good time. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Um, I'd like to, okay. I'm going to say one more thing. I like yeah. feeling to be like, we're chilling on a couch, drinking some coffee or tea and just like having a girlfriend's chat. Cause I would love to chill on a couch. We should do that. that That's like someday we'll be like a live podcast recording. We should have a couch like, live couch and everyone has to be on their couch and, oh, and they have to have their camera on. Yes. Yeah. And everyone is couch live. And then like, we could call it the couch summit, the coach couches, coaches on couches. And it's all <laughs> Okay. You guys. Okay. You guys. We're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, okay. That's so there. That's helpful for websites. You need a website for that. There's your segue. Let's segue right on in. Well, before we get to like your website genius, mm. why, like how'd you start? When'd you start? Why'd you start? So my first website ever, I was like 12 and it was about SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, and, and I got a sponsorship from mm -hmm. the movie Kangaroo Jack. Kangaroo. Do you remember Jack. that movie? From he Big was Daddy? Talking Kangaroo. I don't know what he was, but I they they wanted to have a banner ad on my site. Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, in the movie Big Daddy, that's what the little boy watches, right? Oh, then then okay, it's a real movie though. I didn't know it was. Wait, the what? Kangaroo, Kangaroo Jack, Jack is a movie. Yeah, because there's a soundtrack. 
Wow. And I know this because that was, that was my compensation was the soundtrack. Oh gosh. Not even. I tried to negotiate and they were like, well, we're willing to send you the CD. And I was like, well, I'll take it. Cause I was excited. So fun. Bargain at the time. They probably knew that I was 12 and I had a SpongeBob website. So like, it was funny, but that's, you know, you got to start somewhere, but I've, this is to tell you, I've always loved websites. Um, and that was the first website I ever made, but I didn't, it's not like when you're a kid and you're doing something for fun, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily know that that's what you're going to be doing. Right. Cause I thought I was going to be an actor, you know, I thought I had a different trajectory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, oh, should I can, I mean, I don't want to. Yeah. Talk well, like, that. no, I love that. And then, yeah. okay. So let's now like say you go to high school, like, yeah. right. You do all the things. And then it's like, okay, what are you going to do with your life? So what yeah. happened? Did you work a real job? Did you just start websites again? So I, I ended up, I, I majored in English and theater. So I had nothing to do with technology or websites, but I always knew HTML and I was always the person that people came to when their computer broke. And I still am <laughs> that person. Um, but I also had this really creative side. And so the computer science people just weren't not to say they were all unattractive people, but they were like, it's a different breed. You know, the smelly computer people that exist, they know who yeah. they are. Yeah. It's not even they me being horrible. <laughs> they know, they know they supplied it. They can't deny it. They're oh stinky folk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and so I didn't really fit there. So I stuck with theater. I ended up having an internship. I worked in New York city actually for a semester and I had an internship at a casting studio. Um, and I had a very, and if she ever listens, she'd be upset to think, that I thought this, but she was very Devil Wears Prada. Like she was so Ooh. scary. Um, casting director who was my boss. Um, and I sat at the front desk and would check the actors and models in for their auditions. And they would audition for like food network spots, commercials, like, and so I, I got a lot of experience seeing mm-hmm. who got accepted, who got rejected. Sometimes it was even for print advertising. They would have castings, which is always, I always think is weird. Cause like, you're not going to be like, they're just you taking your picture. picture. Yeah. Yeah. Just stand there and don't look stupid. It'll be fine. Right. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I do remember like, and, and I had an experience there where it was like it, the way that like they would hit delete on people. And it wasn't just this particular casting agency. It's like, they are all like this. The they would just delete people. Oh, delete them. They stink. Delete, delete, delete. And so I would just see people's auditions get deleted. But to the person that auditions, that's their whole day. Yeah. Just they just a button can determine your future. So I was like, I don't want to be in a profession that determines my worth. I want to determine my worthiness and my awesomeness. So I was like, I can't get into acting, even though I really wanted to, I was really good. And I I really wanted to be specifically on days of our lives, which was my favorite soap at the time. Oh my God. And I I wanted that. And, but I was like, I can't, can't, I I was disempowering. And so I, and then when I was going to go graduate, my, my, um, mentor like my professor that was like my person at the college he was like oh like well what do you want to do and I don't want to be a teacher because you've an English and theater degree and I'm like well I don't want to be an actor anymore but I don't want to teach yeah and then he was like maybe get your master's because you can probably get it for free and I did so I got my master's for free um, by getting a graduate assistantship and so if anyone ever wants a master's google that um but I got it for free 
And then when I graduated, it was 2011. I had a master's degree in English. I had wanted to work in social media, which was very hot. Twitter had been invented in 2009. So this was like a big deal. Twitter really changed social media, even though people don't love it now. That was really the thing that changed the internet was Twitter. Um, I know I'm like a historian. I sound like I'm on the Discovery Channel. But but I remember like living those days. It was a big deal. Yeah. Very big deal because Facebook had just come out with pages after Twitter was invented to compete against Twitter. And then, but then Twitter changed the entire landscape of how people communicate. And it used to be wicked cool to be on Twitter. And so I remember this and I was like, oh, I want to be, I want to help businesses communicate online. Like this is a very fun, creative and exciting place to be. But like you could not get a job because even though social media was two years old, they required three to five years experience Mm. in social media, which I was like, I would email them and say, this is not mathematically possible for anyone. You're going to have to hire traditional marketers to do this new kind of marketing. And that's not even really a good idea, but that's what businesses were doing. They weren't hiring new graduates like me, even though we were the ones on the ground floor doing all this stuff um, and playing with it. And so I ended up going to this, uh, I almost called it an audition. It was an interview. (laughs) <laughs> for a company to be a copywriter for their products. They sold wigs like for your head. So oh. I would be a product writer, description writer. Okay. And the guy's like, he goes, this job's going to kill you. You're a creative person. He's like, I can tell he's like, but you're going to die here if I hire you. And so then he walked me to my car. I left and I was like, is that a good interview? That was like the only that interview. Button or? <laughs> I mean, it was like, I just was like, oh my God. Like that was like my whole day. And I was like, it's still not right. And my mom, I called my mom and she's like, you don't need permission to help people with social media. Just go to the business and get money in exchange for helping them. And that was really how my company started. But it started on the social media side. And I then once I realized that your social media marketing is only as good as your website is, or only as effective as your website, because your website is where decisions are made. It was, it didn't make sense for me to focus on social media because that's just traffic. You're basically, if you're a social media marketer, you're selling traffic and engagement. You're not really selling decision-making. And I care so much more about like getting people to do the thing, you know, because what are we here for? Yes. We are here to do the thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What an incredible journey. I love how, I love how your mom showed up for you. Yeah. And told you to not let anyone else define how you're going to do things. I actually just ran a training this morning for a client group. And we were talking about those old beliefs, like mm-hmm. specifically, we we're talking about like how most of us are brought up to believe you have to do more and, and like keep going and doing and doing and doing and like be busy and, and stay busy and productive, like just like the more you do, the more you'll get and have. And it's not until you realize it's about who you're being and how you're showing up, that's going to make that shift and give you that, that true definition of success. And you get to define it. And it might look like, you know, you might be a little more busy than the next person or vice versa. That's okay. Like for me too, like right now I'm in a busy season of life, but I feel so successful because part of my joy comes from seeing my girls thrive and they're all in activities that they love. It's just really busy on my schedule, but I get to, I get to say, I don't know. I know what you're saying though. Well, it's (laughs) the showing it's the, I used to say, you're not your to-do list. You are how much you love Yeah. instead. 
And it's like, I mean, like, are you showing up as love? Are you fully present? Because when I think about all the things I have to do, and this is me, I work on this every day. I'm not an expert at all, but I, I used to be like, oh, I got to do all these things. But now I'm like, okay, as long as I show up and I'm fully present in the moment, thing to thing, I actually get more done, to be honest. Like I'm actually more efficient than thinking about what I have to do. Totally. It kind of reminds me of what we were talking about before we hit record. And I'm going to help myself in like this overwhelm of my emails. And there's been twice in the past where I just deleted all of them. And I didn't care to look through and see if anything was urgent or important. I just decided that if it is, it'll come back around. And that's kind of how I feel about things. I'm really big on like rest. So if I say I want to go lay down at a certain time and relax and turn my day off, like that's happening period, mm. whatever doesn't get done, whether it's on in the business level or per- personal level, like it just doesn't get done till the next That's day. True. Maybe yes. <laughs> like I probably have a sink full of dishes right now. I think, no, maybe not full. <laughs> half mine's okay half full. With it. If yeah. it helps. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 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 So I love that. So you've shifted into websites and you're going to help us to understand what makes a good website. Great. And how to like, let it become our lead converter. Cause like you said, that's where people are making decisions and they're, they're making changes in their life. So Mm. let's start with like, what makes it great? How can we look at our website and maybe almost do a self audit? Well, no, these are, this is such a good question. And I would love to invite people, please look at your website. (laughs) Don't I'm abandon gonna look, it. I'm gonna look. Don't and you go look at mine first. I won't. I promise. I won't. <laughs> and and what I want you to also know for folks listening, because I think this is where people hiccup on their website is they'll be like, no, people decide on Instagram if they're gonna work with me. And that's how they talk when they think it. I swear it's their voice, <laughs> what it sounds like. It's really grating. But like the problem, you guys, is that people aren't deciding on Instagram. Instagram and social media by association will increase your like, know, and trust, but decisions happen on the sales pages and on your website. So it's always going to come back to your website. You can't ignore the thing that you don't love to work on. You have to work on the thing. So accept it. Now that you've accepted it, (laughs) something that I think a lot of folks get wrong on their website and what can make a, a good website or even a bad website has the potential to become great is, um, something that I like to say, having a clear call to action. And when I say have a clear call to action, there's a couple of rules of thumb that I would say are tangential to that. Um, And one of them is make sure that you have one clear call to action. So it's not like, buy my course, listen to my podcast, schedule a call. Ah, They're all yelling at the same volume. Um, Because strategically speaking, you want one to be loudest. So whatever is the thing that's the needle mover, as far as am I going to make more money and have more time or not, that's usually your number one. Um, So usually it's schedule a call then, or it could be your email list, depending on your busyness. Then your busyness of your business. (laughs) I just realized that. (laughs) And then usually your number two might be like your newsletter. And then three might be something relative to content engagement, being your blog or your podcast or whatever you got going on in content world. But those I would say are your usual three. And you want to make sure that they don't compete visually. So I not have like I don't think any call to action on it for like a long time, like years. And then I added some, so I have like the book of call as my call to action. 
Yeah. I actually think I have a top banner that's for my visibility playbook too. Mm-hmm. But like, if you come to my page, it's just like book a call and let's figure out what the heck we're going to do basically. But then I have like a services page that does have three things. Is that okay? That's, I would say in the context of services, it's okay. Cause you want to okay. think of your homepage as the place where. Right, not on the homepage. Yeah. Your homepage is where you want to be the most strategic about placement. Um, because once they're off your homepage, usually they're coming to your services page from your homepage. So usually they're not just coming there from nowhere. And knowing that if you think about it, like a journey, they can be browsier. I, but too, but also I have, a, I have a catchphrase for this. If you want to hear it, I, do. I always say too much browsiness creates drowsiness. So you yeah. don't want your content to be too long in the tooth. Like some of these people do these really long sales pages. And in fact, I had this client and now he's become kind of high profile, but he was a bum. Like when he was my client, okay. Like nobody knew who he was. I was his friend. I don't know why. Oh. And then he replaced me with this very well-known copywriter who I don't want to mention because people like this person and I'm sure she's nice and she takes very good showers and she's not smelly. However, her style took like, I wrote like a, like a, my sales page for this guy was two or three pages in what Microsoft word before it was like a thing. Hers was 37 pages. What in the world? 37 pages. See, and I'm hearing three pages. Like, isn't that long? I like short and sweet. And that's like, well, mine's size 16, happy fun. Like I have tables. So I'm doing some stuff in there. But she was like, so long. Yeah. So long. I get like, I get that there are different types of people and learners and they need different things. So I know there's like that detailed person Mm -hmm. that needs it all. But even mm-hmm. in that, it's like, if there's that much detail in any kind of offer, it's probably way too much. It's so, way too much. The longest sales page I ever made, in case you want to know this, I measured it. You can actually measure the height of a sales page in inches. So I measured the sales page in inches and it was 11 stories tall. It was the longest one we ever had. And I didn't design or write it, So, but we had to build it. So my team was contracted for the development. Oh my gosh. But 11 stories tall. And this client um, and I broke up. They don't like me anymore. It's because they called me. Oh, do you want to know why? So they said, back up the Tonka truck for a minute, Liz. And I said, don't tell me to back up my Tonka truck. I'm not two. And then they said I overreacted and they fired me over the Tonka truck. Anyway, but they have the 11 story sales page. And I will tell them if they're listening, you guys still use that. And I know it works. So you're welcome. I know Tonka truck. You're not going to forget that one. I am not. It's going in the show notes. <laughs> Liz had to back up her talk attack and didn't like it. It's true. No, but it's interesting stuff. But yeah, yeah. too much. It's okay to have different options like on a service menu because it's a menu. But you don't want to be Cheesecake Factory. That's what I would say. I do like to go to the Cheesecake Factory, though. That's 36 pages. That's like a book. You got to take it, it out almost, of the library. It is almost too much. You can't a lot. keep looking. You got to kind of like decide and just close the menu. <laughs> yeah, you have to move on. It's not possible to see every item before you decide. It's not. It's not. Ugh. We need them on the show. <laughs> Bring them in. It'd be Ooh. funny if you were like, and here they come. Our sponsor. On our, the on our couch summit. <laughs> the coach couch summit. <laughs> Coach, coach, coach. coach, it's going to be instead of Coachella, it's going to be Coachella. Yes. Oh my gosh. I am so there. 
we're really, yeah, we're selling this thing that we're not selling. We no, we're selling it. It's You're happening. like, no, we're, we're doing this. <laughs> like it's Party, happening. It's been like, decided. Soon. I'm going to keep us back on track. We are having please. I know I'm the worst, but please. No, no, it is not. It is the best. Actually. I am already in love with this episode. <laughs> I just also want to learn the things and mm. I get distracted. Yeah. Well, we um, have two really good tips so far. We do. So that's like, okay, I like that idea too of the homepage, just, you know, being that first place that people are typically coming to and having that one, one call to action. And it makes sense too, because like they say what the overwhelmed buyer doesn't buy anyway, like not even to buy just the overwhelmed person doesn't do anything. We, de- mm-hmm. we delete all of our emails. <laughs> we we do. exit, right? Like we get out of there. So simplicity is also a core value. So I totally love that. How about this, like turning it into a lead converter? Mm, No, good question. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the big parts about moving your conversion needle is what you just kind of alluded to of simplicity. Mm. So it's having the non-competing call to action. It doesn't mean you can't have any other calls to action on your homepage. It just means you don't want them all sticking next to each other and hanging out at like at the same table. You want them to have some distance. Um, I think that the other side of this is that another thing that makes it a lead converter is to use really, and I say this actually in my free magnet and free copy video, which I just plugged by accident, but I really do say it in there. So if you do download it, you're going to hear it. But I say, use very simple words. So sometimes we're like, I am a business alchemist. Or like, you know, get all wavy with your words (laughs) and you think you're real clever or like, I'm a profit gardener. No, is that I just made that one up. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've definitely seen business alchemy and all yeah. that, but profit gardening. Don't you wish you you thought of that one? But what am I doing? My, Planting vegetables or making money or both? Yeah. What are we really doing here? <laughs> so, what a, a really good exercise to do is to to look at your I help statement, which should be on your website, and this should be on every single page, and always be the same. Be consistent. Okay. Because repetition is actually a good thing with messaging. This would be your brand message. And write it once, then write it again and take out a complicated word and sub a simple word. And literally you can do this exercise a thousand times until you get a really clear sentence that you'll almost be like, oh my God, is it okay if it's really easy and simple? You're going to, that will be what you say. You think you've made a mistake if it gets really simple. So good but that's actually a good thing. You yeah. want it to be there. You want it to be t-shirt simple. Yeah. Like I should be able to print a t-shirt with what you say. Okay. That's how you know when you're there. Cause it'll be, you'll be like, this is stupid. I hate it, but it's great. <laughs> well, I hate it, but I love it. Yeah. Well, I just did this for Instagram. Actually, I wrote out like a few different bios to, to change it up. And I sent it to my right hand lady and was like, Hey, like, which one do you like better? And on a couple of them, I got like really cute and was like putting an acronym in it. And like, it yeah. to something that I teach, I was getting wavy. <laughs> got a little wavy. And then the most, like the simplest one that I, I wrote, which we still liked, she was like, it's that one. Cause it's clear. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm like, duh. Well, because we're not, sometimes we write for us. And yes. you can't just write for you. Yes. You have to write for the strangers about your business. Yes. And 
And that can feel weird, but the simplicity exercise where you write, you rewrite, you rewrite, you can do that on your message statement. You can do it on your sales pages. Mm-hmm. It will eliminate the drowsiness and the browsiness, you know? Yeah. Good stuff. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Right. That's my job. Um, you should love it. No. But <laughs> so do you write like the copy for websites? I do. I do. And, and, and that's kind of where my English background came in handy. Love it. You know, that interesting. Mm. Like, and even, okay, I'm going to even call it out. Like you, you entertain. So you might not have that actress title, but you entertain. And that's part of that. You know what I mean? I used to want to be a singer and actress too, but like, I wanted to be a singer. I still wish I could sing. Um, and a teacher, but like, I love the idea of teaching and having like a lesson plan and all that, but dealing with kids or (laughs) grading papers, like I'm not into that, but I love how I use my voice to educate people now. And it's just a transformation of those childhood dreams in a more evolved manner for you too. It's true. No, I, I thank you. I thank you for that. And I see that in me. And that's what I love. I have a podcast too. And I, that's, it's because of when I speak, that's the easiest way for me to show up and communicate is yeah. speaking. Well, you definitely bring out a side of me that I don't always play with. I'm, I'm pretty like a, I don't know, chill, but sometimes I get into like a silly, funky mood and you totally bring that out. In me. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. You're awesome. <laughs> um, I have one more question for you Please, yeah. because I think, and it ties back to like this whole messaging, like what, are those things that we should be saying on our website? Like we have to just, again, bring it down to the most simple form. We don't have to give our whole life story, but like, what are the things that are important that we make sure we put on our website? So who you are, who you help and the problem that you help those people solve and how you solve it. So it's a four part statement. So sometimes it's a sentence or two sentences. Mm -hmm. So my name is Liz Teresa. I'm a website designer and business expert from the Boston area. I help entrepreneurs like you launch and build online businesses you love through website design and copywriting services. That's just an example of one of mine yeah. from, from a, I don't know, I don't even know if it's the most current, but it's one of them that I use. So like, yeah. it, and it needs to be something that you can say, like another test like of that. copy. Do you want to say it like a normal person? Like, and so I always say to speak out loud, the four part statement and see how it falls on the paper. And if it comes off your lips with ease, it's probably the right statement. Okay. I'm going to try it. Or if you trip, then you're like, this part is itchy needs help. Like if you trip on your words, what could also, because I feel like awkward sometimes when I start talking about it, like even now I, mm. and I, this is, I'm good at helping other people and like, I'm good at extracting their genius and their messaging. Yeah. But for me, I'm just like, eh, eh, bleh, mm. And then I had like coffee, but I really wanted to tell them about, I don't know, like I just go weird. I know what you mean. get really awkward too. It's awkward. It is awkward when you do it for yourself. (laughs) I have another exercise I like to tell people to do. And it's that if you write a letter to your best friend about your brand, because your best friend is not your target client. So you don't got to get into your head about targets, but they are weird usually. So best friends are not usually also business people. I mean, sometimes they are, but my, my friend's so normal. Like she's like a mom with a job, you know? So like if I wrote a letter to her and explained my business, I would speak so normally 
gotcha. about what it is you you do. Um, because sometimes people, like if you're a business coach, sometimes you don't even say business coach somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like even just saying the words, even if it's not in your I help statement. Yeah. You want to make sure it's obvious. Yeah. So my, my best friend actually is in the business industry, like this online business world. And she, she's so good at words. And so she often helps me to like break it down because I'm like, again, in my head and like, what am I supposed to say? And do, am I saying enough? And I may, am I explaining enough? And she's like, dude, like, it's just blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm glad that you see it. And you can tell me because that that's what I want to happen. Mm. And I don't know how to always put it in towards myself, but it's so awkward when it, it's you. It is. It is it awkward. Is. And I hear that from everybody. Like the best I'm a copywriter and website and, person. Exactly. It's awkward for me. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It makes me feel better. Yeah. Oh, anytime. But that's why we help each other. That's why we. Oh, I have plenty of faults. I could make you feel very good. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we all do. We all do. That's awesome. Um, so tell me about this uh, free copy video that you oh, started to talk about real quick. Seven I mean, minutes in heaven, guys. Except right. no making out. But it's available at www.freecopyvideo.com. It's a free seven minute training with actionable steps that kind of, they're different probably than the ones I even shared right now. So you can get like bonus content, but it tells you things you can do and tweak on your website to increase its possibility for lead conversion. So I touched on like three things. The video has just a big pile of things, but they're all easy and they don't require hiring a developer or being intelligent. Like you could just be a person and it's very simple stuff. <laughs> I love it. I'm definitely going to yeah. grab that. We'll have it in the show notes too. And yeah. then we also have another program or course. What is Yeah, that? it's actually a membership. It's only $9 a month. It's called the Social Post Sub. And essentially what it is, it's available at lizteresa.com slash social. Um, what you do when you get there is basically every Monday, you get a free social media prompt as being part of the membership. And so it'll be a Mad Libs level social media prompt. So it's not like, oh, right about a time someone hugged you and you didn't like it. Well, that would be a weird prompt. No, it's about like, oh, like fill in the blank. My name is Liz. Uh, My uh, the one one actually we did recently was about your target customer, but putting it in the form of a post to be like, these are the types of personalities I love to work with. Um, I had a client that just used the target customer one. And that was how she closed the deal with somebody that was like kind of chilling. And hadn't yet committed. Yeah. So it was kind of awesome. That is incredible. Yeah. So both of those will be in the show notes. Um, same with any other connections to Liz. You can visit her website and go check it out. Make sure it fits all the criteria she just shared with us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Find her on so. social media. <laughs> Let her know that you loved this episode. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you so much, Liz, for being here. You're amazing. I your energy is just contagious. And I know that we're going to stay in touch for sure. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Before you sneak off, let me ask you something. Are you tired of the revenue roller coaster? Are you looking for ways to sell a course or membership on autopilot? I thought you might be. That's why I partnered with Haley Burkhead, CEO of Recurring Profit to sponsor this episode. I get it. You hear about the idea of recurring revenue but maybe you aren't quite sure where to start. The key to making this work is plugging into a proven system that doesn't require your full attention day after day. 
Haley has created a free training to teach you her A to Z roadmap for how to create an automated revenue stream that generates consistent 10K plus months. You can even customize this training based on whether you already have a course or membership, or if you just have an idea for one. Either way, you can get free access right now. Go to recurringprofit.com slash automate. If you are excited about this, I hope you also know that as a Created For More listener, when you sign up for the free training using our link, you'll also get access to her Trello board, which maps out the entire Recurring Profit roadmap. So go now, head over to recurringprofit.com slash automate, or click the link from the show notes and have fun making your own recurring revenue profit.